God'll get you for that one. Maud is owned by Shout Factory. God'll get you for that, Walter, is produced for entertainment purposes only. Sponsored in part by Findlay's Friendly Appliances. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of God'll Get You For That, Walter. Although he didn't get anyone in this He didn't episode. get... There were a number of times he could have. He could have, but he did not. <laughs> welcome. My name is Tomcat, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Miss Tony Homper. Hello. And this is God Will Get You For That Walter, a podcast where we discuss the 1970s hit sitcom, Maud. Which starred B. Arthur, of which, course. Which starred me. <laughs> <laughs> which starred uh, me, Arthur. <laughs> me, Arthur. Oh, my lord. Um, um, and today is episode 31, uh, of, and this is season 2, episode 7 of Maud, called Maud Takes a Job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it originally aired on October 23rd, 1973. Directed by Hal Cooper, written by Norman Lear and Pamela Herbert Chase. Yes. Um, and there are two guest stars, Tom Petty, not Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Not that Tom Petty. But Tom Petty, who played Mr. Bungay, and Priscilla Morrill, who played Mrs. Bungay. Yes. Who famously portrayed Mrs. Mrs. Beatty. Mrs. Al Beatty. Mrs. Al Beatty of Boca Raton. On the Golden Girls. Uh, from the Golden Girls. I believe the episode was entitled Rose the Prude. Oh, is that what it is? I think I, I think that was the episode, Rose the Prude. Okay. Well it's it's that famous episode, Rose Sleeps with the Sleeps guy. With a married man. And, and 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 well she didn't know he was married. She did not know. But she sleeps with him and he and she killed she him. She she killed him. And of course that's how we find out that, you know, Charlie also died when uh, died when Rose and him were in bed together. Yes. We just the show and the continuity of that show just Tickles me, you know. That's yes. what we're gonna go over next. After mm-hmm. when when Maud is when 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 God will get you for that world to reach is its fevered end. We will go on to the Golden Girls. Absolutely. Um, but yes, this is Maud takes a job, uh, and it opens mm-hmm. with Walter shrouding. Shrouding? Shrouding. Combination shrouding. of shrieking and shouting. Shrieking and shr- shrouding. Shrouding at Florida. Okay. Um, and how Maud is not home. They were in the kitchen. They were in the kitchen, so yes. they enter into the kitchen. Yes. Uh, and again, Walter is yelling. He, at wants, he wants to know where uh, Maud is. Yep. Since she's gotten her, we find out that she's gotten her real her estate real license. estate license, which was a very big deal in the seventies. Oh sure. Yeah. That was also when the big boom in real estate agents were, were mm-hmm, happening, if I'm mm-hmm, not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And ever since she's gotten her real estate license, she has yes, not been home. She's been home to take care of Walter, make his dinner. Uh, my personal favorite line was when Florida says, where is she? And she goes, to the best of my recollection, she ain't told me nothing. <laughs> and anything I say could be looked at as hearsay. That's right. And <laughs> Walter looks at her and goes, what, what, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And Florida says, well, if it worked for Watergate, it should work for me. That's right. Because that, you know, I really do want to research the Watergate scandal because it was very prominent. Like 72, 73, that yes. was the, those were the years of the Watergate scandal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was very young, but I mean, I, rem- I remember like when it all came out, and then they had you know the um, the Senate hearings yep. and, and and Nixon on the news. It was just like it, it took over like he the wasn't whole world. A crook. He wasn't a crook, he, yeah, but it, I mean, but he it, was he was a crook. Yeah, um, and it, it took over the it took over the you know the whole world really. Yeah, so. So Walter wants his dinner. Yes, Walter wants his dinner. Unfortunately, Maud did make him something. With her own two hands. Her own two hands, yes. Green noodle surprise. What the hell is green noodle (laughs) surprise? You know, I I try to think Uh, about what it could possibly be. And my, my initial reaction is that it's just gooped green beans with noodles. See, I was, I mean, now I'm thinking from a modern standpoint, I'm thinking like spinach fettuccine, like in a pesto sauce, which but I, I mean, like. on paper sounds delightful. Mm-hmm. I would love spinach and fettuccine with pesto. Right. Like maybe on a, and then put a chicken on top of it. Oh, like a grilled, like grilled, a grilled chicken. chicken. Piece of grilled chicken. <sighs> That sounds yes. delightful. That would be good. However, Stay tuned for the God Will Get You Without Walter Cookbook. For the cookbook, yes. Green noodles. We have to come up with... Green noodles noodle surprise. surprise. Oh, my Lord. Walter's <laughs> I Love You Day Cupcakes. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> the wheels. The wheels are turning. That would be fabulous. The wheels are but, turning. But, um, yeah. 
But it did not seem that appetizing. It was, was not well received. Yeah, he was not happy with green uh, noodle surprise. He, he says that it smelled awful, and mm. Florida retorts, "Well, mm. it mm. smells better than it tastes." Yes. So it's you know it's fascinating because in the beginning of the episode we get the understanding that Maud is a tragic cook, and then at the end of the episode she's making omelets and yeah. crunchy crunchy bacon. Crunchy crispy, I know. That's crispy, how my bacon has to I be. I love well done bacon. It's got yeah, I, mean, I don't like limp bacon. No, oh <laughs> limp, rubbery, fatty, chewy bacon. No. no, I like it nice and crunchy. I mean, I like it just like a degree below incinerated. <laughs> Well Where it done. still has some color to it. Yes, you know, just a lighter, a lighter shade of of, of, of in, infernal black. Yeah, I guess. Well, we love uh, that journey for but you. That's that's how I like my bait. That's how I like my bacon, and my husband too. We don't like you know rubbery, chewy bacon. No, cannot. We cannot abide it. <laughs> No abiding of the of the rubbery bacon. Uh, so Walter is is t- now he's telling Florida that he needs a woman. <laughs> he needs a woman. He needs a woman for care and comfort. Yes. And, and and she goes. She like holds her hips and goes. Well, whoop de doo. Whoop de doo. Right. Yeah. Good for him that he needs a woman. So uh, he ends up telling Florida he's he's letting her go. Letting so her go for the rest of this. She He'll just, yes. He's gonna just feed himself. I mean, like. Come on! What? What did he? What did he? He like he needed her to like you know spoon spoon the green, green noodle surprise into the him. dish form. It's like Ugh, come on. Oh yeah, the ep- this episode sort of like really catered heavily to the idea that man needs a woman and woman needs a man for financial support. Like it's a very sexist, misogynistic episode at the at the heart of it. Yes, uh, very much so about how the, the the woman's role in the marriage is to take care of the man to do yes. everything for the man. But again, this was also at the height of the women's liberation yes. movement. Yes, yes. So Walter ended up burning his hand on, on the, the green, green noodle, noodle surprise. surprise. How many times? It's you know, uh, just a shout out to anyone listening. If you, you could probably do like a shot game, like with this, every time we every say every time they say green noodle green surprise, surprise take a you shot. have to take a shot. I mean. <laughs> You'd be drunk within the first. <laughs> yeah. You'd be drunk within the first five within minutes. Within the first ten minutes. Within the minutes. first ten first minutes of the ten episode. Minutes. Yes. Um. So that's when Arthur comes in. When Arthur enters, and he. Uh, well, first and foremost, who decided that putting butter on a wound was a good idea? That was a thing. That was a thing. I, I had a feeling it from was my, from my childhood. I can I can remember some people thought it was a good thing to put butter on a, on a burn. It's don't, not. Don't recommend that. Don't no. recommend that at all. That's how you that's how you get infections. Do you not know. recommend that. You know. I mean it was the same thing as chewing a piece of bread to stop choking. Oh god. Who came up with these things? I what don't know. what quack said that was a good idea? Undertakers, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Most likely. Most likely. Drum up business? Yeah, that's that's a good way to and, drum up uh, business. Just about everything, every time Arthur said something, um, I made in my notes. I just wrote douche. Yeah, and Arthur was, was just being. He was just being. I will douche. say this though. I will say this though. One of the first, the thing, the first thing he says as he enters the door: "Man may work from sun to sun, sun. but woman's work is never, never done. done." I I transposed that in my wow. in my earlier years. Oh, I you said, did. "Man may work from sun to sun, but Tomcat's work is never done." I can't. I say because I am everyone's mother. You this see, this is true. Except mo- except me. Except you. Except me. You. I am not your mother. <laughs> no. Unless we decide to do Tracy and Edna. And that is the only time that you will be uh, my you will be my daughter. Yes. Um so that was one of the only things uh, that Walters that uh, Arthur said that was remotely entertaining. Yes. Everything else he said was pretty much uh, rather cringeworthy. So Arthur sees that Walter has burned himself and he's telling him, you know, you shouldn't be putting butter on it. You yeah. need you need a doctor's care. So Arthur kisses, kisses the boo-boo. The kisses the boo-boo. <laughs> I felt like he was kissing the boo-boo. Kissing the boo-boo. <laughs> I th- didn't he also say that he was going to charge him $15 for a house call? Oh, did he? He might have. I think so. He's I, he's done uh, that in other episodes. I just didn't know if it was in this one. Uh, that, like, God bless Conrad Bain. What uh, a great actor that he, like, can yes. play this, this cringy, conservative, Republican, uh, religious zealot that is mm-hmm. Arthur Harmon, mm-hmm. and then play... Um, what's oh, his on, name? On, 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 on different, strokes. different Strokes. Yes, the father. You know John Lithgow is playing that part? When? Oh, you don't know. So to those unaware, uh, ABC is doing another one of their, like, um, 
live in front of a studio audience things. Uh-huh. They're doing the facts of life. Yes, I saw that. And they're doing different strokes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Kevin know they were Hart doing different strokes. The, um, Kevin Hart is playing the uh, Gary Coleman oh, part. Oh, okay. Yes. Hmm. Uh, John Lithgow is playing Conrad Bain's part. I'm very excited to see Katherine Hahn as Joe. Mm-hmm. And um, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston as Blair. Blair. Yeah, that's fascinating to me. Yeah, and Gabriel Union, Gabriel Union mm-hmm. as a Tootie. I want to know who they're going to get to play Mrs. Garrett. Oh, I think I knew, but I, I can't. remember. Did they have it listed? Yes. Hold they on, do. I, mean, I want to look this up right now. They do. Looking this and up I right think, now. I think um, who was it? Do we know who's playing? Um, Natalie? Natalie. I have no I, I know who it is, I just do not know the name. Uh, um in front I, I've never I've never watched any of these things where they are they and are they there are they redoing episodes or are they making like a new episode? How do they mark that? Um Live in front of a studio audience. Um who who is it? John Lithgow will play Mr. Drummond, Kevin okay. Hart as Arnold, Damon Wayans as Willis, mm-hmm. and Dowd. And Dowd as Edna Garrett. As Edna Garrett. That just that tickles me so. Okay. Oh, does that tickle me? And we don't we don't know who's playing Natalie. Uh we do know who's playing Natalie because it was I'm pretty sure we 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 had that. Um or maybe we don't. Maybe they they listed they listed the actresses. Mm-hmm. They, I know they did. Um and again I'm fascinated to see Catherine Hahn and, and Jennifer Aniston in, mm-hmm. in those respective parts, as well as Gabriel Gabrielle Union as too. Mm-hmm. Um I happened to watch the um World of Wonder, they did the, they did the drag race Brady Bunch. Why would you torture yourself like that? I didn't I couldn't even watch the whole thing. Uh, on, literally, I just had a as soon as I saw Candy Muse as Cindy, I was just like, "Oh dear!" Was. The, I mean, I would watch. I would watch. Had they put Bianca Del Rio as Alice, I would have been a little bit more invested. They had Bianca Del Rio as Mrs. as Mrs. Brady, Brady though. the most boring character. Truly, the most boring. Character. I mean, Mrs. Brady was the most boring character. Truly, one of the most boring. Characters. I, I mean, it just it was yeah, it was not good. It's it's a lot. That that's that's a lot to handle. Um, the different strokes cast, the facts of life. Uh, Allison Tolman as Natalie. I don't know her. I don't know her either. Oh well. Oh well. Life life continues. Life continues. So um, th- I'm. But again, like we we mentioned these things, I mm-hmm. am terrified for if and when they do Maud. Maud. Um, cause they did good times. They did the Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. I would love to see good times. Mm-hmm. I would love to see. Mm-hmm. Good t- did I say good times? You said good times. All in the family. All in the family. And uh, the Jeffersons. And the Jeffersons. Not, I, I could have sworn I said good times. I'm so sorry. If but I they said haven't good times, done good times. They have not done good times. They have not done more. haven't done more. Um, and Norman Lear, I think has actually expressed disinterest, disinterest. in that. Okay. I don't think he wants to put those those two shows in front of a live studio audience presently. Okay. I would like them to and mm-hmm. I would love for my agent to do the, the smart thing and say I have a real crackerjack B. Arthur impersonator who would mm-hmm. be perfect for the part. Yes, she would be. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, that is... But we digress. We digress. So, <clears throat> Maud, we hear Maud come in. Yes, from Maud the, enters. From the, from the kitchen and... Uh, She's very excited. Elated. She is elated <laughs> with joy. Because mm-hmm. she, um, she may have sold her first house. A and $932, $932 commission. commission. Which I was like, why wasn't Walter glad about this? That was that was that was a, a, significant, a significant amount of money. Amount of money especially, money. For especially for 1973. <clears throat> Excuse me. I would have thought, um, you know. I would have thought Walter would have would have been would have been. Glad. I would have been thrilled. I would have been pleased as punch. You know, but instead he, you know, he chose he chose to be like, a, you An know, overbearing a male boy. chauvinist pig. Yeah, he's like he was like behaving like a pouting. Boy. He was pouting. Yes, and, he was uh, pouting. Yes, and then uh, I, Walter continued. Uh, Arthur continued to be a douche. Yes. Um, and I know there was some discussion about the world's oldest profession. Yes. So, um... Uh, Maud was, was pointing out how he didn't like seeing women 
like doing well in in like what was has traditionally Where it was supposed been to be a men's, men's world and professions. Mm-hmm. The only thing that it, they ever the only kind of encouragement that women would get from men is in the world's oldest, oldest profession. profession. Yes, and before Arthur leaves, he says, <coughs> "I could have been a midnight cowboy." Yeah. Well, I just she did... told him if 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 he had been been. Uh, a workman in the world's oldest, oldest profession. profession. He wouldn't have made a nickel. He wouldn't have made a nickel. Yes. And that's, that's when, when Arthur the, says, he I could have been a midnight cowboy. Could have been a midnight cowboy. Except he didn't like staying up. That's past his bedtime. Right. I mean, so even, he goes... Even did a little bit of, everybody is talking, talking at me. me. <laughs> now, did you ever see uh, Midnight Cowboy with no. uh, Dustin Hoffman? And uh, that's who, who was the, Who was the other actor? Was that John Voight? I think it was John Voight. Perhaps. I think I, I have think. not seen Midnight um, Cowboy, so I cannot comment. Yeah. Um, very, very depressing movie. A very depressing movie. I mean, with a name like Midnight Cowboy, I don't expect it to be, you know, a comedy. No, it, it was not. It was not. And, uh, but I, I think Dustin Hoffman won the Academy Award for that. That wouldn't surprise me. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, and when it originally came out, I think it was rated X. Really? Well, that doesn't surprise not, me. Not that there was, like, you know, really any, you know, graphic nudity or anything in it, but I think it was mainly be just due to the subject matter about, um, you know, male hustlers. Yeah. They exist. Uh, yeah, they male do. Sex, male sex workers exist. Oh, we, yes. We support them. We support yes. male. We support, we support, uh, God will get you for that, Walter. We support any and all sex workers. <laughs> you get that coin, dear. That's right. I told my husband if he wants some, I expect at least five bucks. Only five? <laughs> Where are your standards, ma'am? <laughs> my goodness gracious! I just want—I just want five dollars. <laughs> just, just, just a five, please. That's fine. just to do my wifely duties. Thank you. <laughs> Only five? You know, it's oh my god! I'm so I'm so disgusted that I'm about to say this. My my partner and I have been toiling with the idea of starting an OnlyFans, and I'm like, why? Why do we want to do that? Please don't send me that link. I, <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I feel, I'm, I'm I feel go- like I would be like my eyes. I can't. My I can't eyes. Look at you right now. I refuse to look at you at this present like, moment. Like when, uh, when what's her name on Friends saw the naked guy. Yes. I am an ogre. I am the world's ugliest uh, human being. No, it's not. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's because it's like you're. It's like you know. I feel like we're family. Yeah, you're seeing, you're seeing a it would child be like, do it. Yeah, it would like no, be like that. seeing a, a family member. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's like if you ever walked in on your parents, or something, it would be like you know. Okay, <laughs> since since we're going down this rabbit hole, there was a moment in time oh, uh, when me and my family were just sitting. I'm pretty sure it was for either a birthday or Thanksgiving, some type of gathering. Mm-hmm. And my the topic of sex came up, and my aunt, my aunt who's married to my father's brother, my uncle, my my mother's brother. I'm so sorry, my, my mother's brother, brother. my uh, my uncle on my mother's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about how like uh, sex is a natural thing, and how you know we all didn't we all didn't get here just by osmosis. True. And um, my. My aunt said something to the effect of, like, could you ever imagine your parents having sex? And my mother's sister just made this really, like, awful sound. Like, I cannot imagine my parents having sex. And, you know, there are times when... This is going to sound really, really, really awful, and I'm so sorry that I'm about to say this. There are times when, like, that thought has crossed my mind, where I have thought about my parents having sex. And it's like, it's not disgusting, like it's it's not the please let me preface it also does not turn me on God forbid but it's it's one of those things where I'm like it's a naturally occurring thing in the yeah in, of in, course it, yeah. when you address when you address sex you also have to acknowledge the fact that we got here by somebody having whoopee that's true it's very so true. it's it's really just one of those things but I mean <laughs> there are some people out there that I just cannot imagine having sex. Or you you do imagine it, and then you immediately you immediately regret, regret that decision. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, that's it's it's part and parcel of being a human being. Because true. you're a human being, there Very are true. people out there that engage in sexual practices yes. that end in procreation. Of course. And to our asexuals in the group, God bless you. Yes. 
Oh, Lord. So, um, Arthur, Arthur leaves. Arthur leaves after everybody's talking at him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, Walter, Walter is just... He's still upset. Very upset. And Maud yes. is trying so hard not to let her good mood sour his day. And what was it? What was it? I, I noted something about trapped gas. What was it about the He gas? looked like he was having a, 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 uh, a, an issue with trapped with, gas yes, bubbles. That's it. That's because it. that was the type of face that, that Walter was That was the face he had on. And he had trapped gas bubbles. And he's going on about how he had a bad day. Um, and Maud is remorseful. Yeah, he's having he's having a rough, he had a rough day at the office, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Maud is remorseful. Is just where she's just like, I'm so sorry that that yes. happened to you. Please, please tell me about your day. And before he has an opportunity to open his mouth, Maud cuts him off, saying, yes. "This is what happened at the Connellys' house with the Kaplans." Yes, I know. I'm sorry. This is what happened with the Kaplans showing the the new house. Yes, um, and how she flushed the John. You know. Uh, uh, well, oh yes, on. yes. Uh, you know how the toilet worked. You know, the, you, I, I put, I literally put down. You know, toilet, it worked. Uh huh. And that was it. And yeah. she uh, flushed the, she up, she flushed yes. the downstairs, flushed John. It. Yes. And it worked. And, it, and worked. it worked. And 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 she says, "My, yeah. aren't we lucky? My cup runneth, runneth over. over." Yes. Uh, uh, so there was laughs about that. Yes. Um, so before, uh, again, mm-hmm. she says that the Bungays were coming over to look at the Conley house. Yes. So Maud races to the living room because yeah, the, 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 well, doorbell the doorbell rings. rang. And that, that the she doorbell knew was rang. The, the, the Bungays. She knew it was the Bungays. Um, now when she opens the door and we see it's the Bungays, that's when we see Tom... Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Not not, not the, Tom Brady and the Heartbreakers. Not Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Tom Petty, not Tom Pretty, because Tom you know Petty. that that dyslexia really likes to rear its ugly head from time to time, doesn't it? And uh, and Priscilla Morell, who and Priscilla Morell, who you would recognize Mrs. from many sitcoms yes. and things. Yes, 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 yes. She was very she was very much in that. Like good for her agent getting her those those bit parts. Yes. They, they paid her bills. Yes, and we we all remember her for, as Mrs. Albady from Boca Raton. On the Golden Girls, and uh, probably one of the one of the more memorable <laughs> episodes of the Golden Girls. Yes, I think I, I agree. So I, I, th- I think I that's one that stand. It's one that stands it's out. A, it's standout. That's definitely yes. a standout episode. It's, it's it's amazing that those writers were able to take something that Rose slept with a guy and kills him, and still were able to make it funny. Yes, I mean, obviously, death is a very morose subject. Yes, but the way you the way you look at Mm. it is Mm. the way that it is written. If Mm. it is written Mm. as comedy, it will be perceived as comedy. Mm. If it's written as morose, it'll be it'll be received as morose. Very true. Very true. So uh, I believe the phone also rang. Uh, yes, the phone and rang while the Bungays were introduced. So the Bungays came into the house. And uh, Maud was like, the Connolly house is down the road. Thank you guys for meeting me here. Yes. Um, and as, you know, the Bungays are looking at the house, they're, they're taken aback. They, you don't they want Maud's house. Tom Petty had this really awful New Jersey accent. Oh, yeah. Oh, heavy. Yeah. And Priscilla Mar- walking around with this transatlantic voice. Yeah. And and Tom Petty talk, walking around like no yes it was so bizarre just it, it took me out of the episode how did for those a how did those two ever get how together? did those I two get together I don't see it could you could you imagine Mr and Mrs Bungay having sex no <laughs> no no. no. <laughs> Oh, please, Mr. Bungay, please give it to me. A short thing, little lady. Oh, Lord. I keep wanting to call him Mr. and Mrs. Bengay. Uh, yeah. I keep thinking ben, of Bengay. <laughs> I, yeah, that makes sense. I'm, I'm a fan of that. Such a weird name, Bungay. So, um, moving gaily forward. So, they're checking out the they're house. They're checking out the house, and um, they... they they go to Maud saying, is this house available? Mm. And Maud, being a real estate agent, mm-hmm. trying to be this sort of very charismatic right. saleswoman, uh, salesperson, turns to them and says, any house is available at the, the right, right price. price. And right. Mr. Bungay turns to her and says, I'm in me. Yeah. I got the right price. I got the right price. So the phone rings mm-hmm. and... Uh, Maud goes to answer it, and before she has an opportunity to like tell the Bungays, you guys can wait in the car. Right. They start taking yep. a look at the house. Yes. They, because you know they don't yes. make stairs like this anymore. They don't right. make st- they don't make a- appliances like this anymore. Right. Maud even said, "We loved it. We loved the stair. We yes. loved that staircase, and mm-hmm. we're so glad it came with it the came stairs. With, came with the stairs. Yes. 
So oh. Maud goes to answer the phone, and the bun gays go into the, the kitchen. kitchen. Right. But before that, <clears throat> one answers the phone and goes, hello? <clears throat> no, this is not Mr. Finley. Mr. This Finley. is Mrs. Finley. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, thank you. You have a clarion voice, uh, too. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so the bun gays go looking in the house. Walter blows up. Well, see, well, they come into the kitchen. They go into the kitchen. Walter is still eating the green, the green noodle, noodle surprise. Surprise. If, which... if you've been following along, this is your... Chance to take this a drink. This is your chance to take a shot. To take a shot. Green um, little surprise. There went another one. So, uh, I hope you're still with eating. us. He's <laughs> We hope you're still with us. Please enjoy <laughs> your green noodle surprise. Yes. Um, oh so, God. Walter is enjoying, enjoying, quote unquote, yeah. enjoying as best as he can best his dinner. To enjoy it. Um... And the Bungays come into the come into the kitchen, and they're like, "Oh, look at this beautiful yeah. kitchen! How much is Mrs. Findlay wanting for this house?" This house. And Walter chokes on yes, the dinner yes. and starts blowing up at them, um, just being a really, really, really uncouth human being. Yeah, because he, he is clearly in a state. Yeah, he is in a state today. I, I mean, he was like totally surprised at these people coming in, and then asking him how much. How much is the house? So Walter says the house is not for sale. Not for sale. And uh, you know the Bungays are like they're 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 like okay that that's fine. We thought Mrs. Finley was was selling the house. Mm-hmm. And um, he he threatens to give them some of the green noodle surprise. Which I mean I don't think anybody wants. That. No, I don't think anybody ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, so Maud comes in and she's trying to pacify everything Walter that just happened and and you know and she turns to him and she goes thank you Walter mm. and to show you I'm not ungrateful I'm going to let you know that your love life is going to be oh a God. rerun of the Donna Reed yes show. your love life is going to be as scintillating as an episode as a rerun I mean, of the Donna Reed show yes so um, I I just loved how Donna Reed looked. I mean, who didn't? You who know, didn't love how Donna would, Reed looked? You know, she was being very a beautiful, elegant. Beautiful dress and pearls, and she'd be vacuuming. And domestic goddess. I mean... With that beautiful hair of hers. Yes. Yes. So, uh, Maud is like... She's like ushering the, the Bungays out, out of the, the kitchen. Door, out the door. And she's telling... She tells them that they think Walter has a... a calcium, calcium deficiency. deficiency. Yes. <laughs> Oh, so Maud is, she's like humiliated now. She's, they, I mean, I would be too. Of course, of course. I would be furious with my husband if he did that. Yeah, absolutely. I would be absolutely furious I with mean, my per- husband. I mean, personally, what I would have done is I would have, you know, I always do it. I, was, I would just put, you know, nice and, and smiled. And then when they were, when they were gone... That's when the real me would be like, what, what the... What the hell were you thinking? Yeah. Wh- what you know. in God's creation like, made you decide you. to do that? Yes. I mean, that's how I would operate. But uh, Walter was not going to go that route. He was not going to relent. He was not going to relent. Because we needed to know mm-hmm. that Walter was upset. He was upset. We needed to know that Walter was upset. He was being like a little boy. Um, I have written down, a, 10 to 1, you probably got more on this than I did. I said 300 girls in Kentucky with a marriage license. Um, yes, because Walter is bringing up about, she's bringing up that she's got a real estate license, and Walter has to remind her, well, you also have a marriage license. And then that's when she says, so do 300 girls in Kentucky that, yeah. are, that are age nine. Right, yeah. Which, well, well, I mean, I mean, it's, it still happens, like, down in the South, like, you know, so very young. Child brides. Child brides. Child brides. Disgusting. They exist. It's unfortunate. It's, it's dis- it, the idea of it is, is... Oh. The idea is grim. The idea is it, gruesome. It's disgusting. It really is. But uh, yeah, it's it still it still happens. I mean, there are some states. Wasn't there like a show on TLC called Child Bride? Probably. I think it was a docu a docu series. Could have been. I'm sure there was. We love the Learning Channel. Oh. Or or just as bad like those child pageants. Oh, oh. prostitutes. Oh, that's what I call them, prostitutes. Oh. May God forgive it. Like it's just really oh, unfortunate. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't abide those things. They gave us honey boo boo for Christ's sake. We don't yeah. need them. Yeah. No. Sorry. <sighs> oh, dear, uh, so uh, Walter's um, um, Maud tells Walter that she needs more than just woman's work. Yes, because. Um, oh my goodness gracious! So Maud is getting ready to leave, and first and foremost. 
the Bungays mm-hmm. were honking their horn. Oh, I hate that. At Maud. Yeah. Okay. You're a client. You would never do that. <laughs> there is not a point no. in time where you as a client would honk at the person trying to sell you a house. Right. So that, I could not suspend my disbelief for that. Yeah. Like, that, the first time I watched this episode, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not, sir. You're like, oh, hail to the no. Correct. Um, and at one point, she, like, she, she like you know, sticks oh, her head out, and, she, and she's like, hi, hi kids. Be out in a sec. <laughs> hi, kids. Hi, kids. Hi, kids. Yeah, in a sec. <laughs> so she goes back in the house after that moment, and like it just we've got Maude and Walter like you know going, going back, back and forth. Not even going back and forth. They're like uh, yelling, oh, trying to yell yes, over each the other. Claw, the claws are out. The claws are out. And um, something to the effect of uh, Walter saying, "When I'm because Maude says." I co- I stay at home while you're out late at work. You don't hear me complaining. Right. And Ma- Walter's like, well, that's because th- that's because you're a woman and I'm yeah. a man and this, that, and yes. the third. And she goes, ah. Oh, uh-huh. So that's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. The man is supposed to work and the woman is just supposed to stay at home and do the cooking and the cleaning and right. the sewing. Right. right. And Maud wants more than that. Maud, yeah. Maud wants a, a job. Mm-hmm. Like... I, I look at this episode and I see I see a lot of my family dynamic because my mother, hilariously enough, my mother was a real estate agent for a little bit. Oh. Um, because what happened was when my mother had me and my brother and sister, uh-huh. it was addressed and discussed with the family uh-huh. that my mother would stay at home and take care of the kids right. while my father would go out and work. Right. That was the agreement. Right. When the children were of age, mm-hmm. whether it was, I think, I, I'm pretty sure I was in my 20s, my, my sister was about to become 20, my brother was, at that point, my mother was told, go out and get a job. Now, mm-hmm. here's the fun part. Mm-hmm. How is my mother supposed to work and then come home and cook mm-hmm. and clean right. and take care of the house? Yeah. There's only so much responsibility we can put on one person. Exactly, yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, that that has led to a number of arguments in my household, mm-hmm. as I'm sure you're, you're, you're well aware. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very interesting that, again, the more things change, the, the more, more they, they stay, stay the, the same. Because so, so, these arguments are still very much happening in oh, yeah. modern houses. Of course. So, uh, Maude and Walter, they're continuing... They start arguing, arguing over, each other. over each other, which leads to Walter Walter's yelling, Maud sit. Maud sit. So she sits so down, she sits. and he's all smiling now, mm-hmm. and he goes, you know what you did? Mm-hmm. You made a lap. A lap. Like, just, again, one of those moments where you just want to reach through the screen oh, and punch yes, somebody. a lap. So he, uh, he goes, and he, you know, he goes and lays down on Maud's lap. And there, he's like saying, "This is this is what I want. I yeah. have a pattern, and you yeah. fit into that pattern." A- and Walter gives her an ultimatum, where it's yeah. like it's the bun gaze or me. Right, right. And again, at that point, divorce would very much be on the table. Sure. Um, but that's yeah. a modern perspective, not so much a 1970s perspective. And when, when he says that it's the bun gaze or me, period. There's, it was like there was total silence. Yeah, very. It got very quiet. Well, I mean, very that dramatic. Was, that's happened a number of times where yes. in 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 Maud mm-hmm. throughout the course of the series, mm-hmm. where Walter will like throw these ultimatums at Maud, and it's like again, B. Arthur is such a beautiful actress because she will take those moments and milk them for all they're worth. Like there was the ultimatum, and like a hush falls over because mm-hmm. you know. Maud is played as this very aggressive, domineering feminist. So right. when that is quashed mm-hmm. and you're not hearing it anymore, it it takes you. It just it 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 uh, you become inve- you become more invested in the show. Mm-hmm. So yes, we love B. Arthur. We're waving the B. Arthur flag. Yeah. So, so at that point, like she she got very quiet. She was like she was putting the uh, briefcase down. Yep. And she's telling Walter that you know you're my life. She and she gets very emotional. Yes, she gets very emotional because you hear the lilt in her voice. Yes. Like, you're my life. You're my world. I want to do everything right by you, uh, and I promise uh, that this will. Be, I think she said like this will be, 
this will be it, right. or it, that's fine, like, yeah. you win, I'll relent. Yes, yes. Just as soon as I'm done with the bun games. Yes, this is, as soon as I'm done showing, just finish as as showing I'm... this house, races, races out the door. <laughs> so that's when we cut to commercial. Yeah, that's when we have a commercial break. Uh, and Maud is, like, downstairs pacing, and she's screaming. She's in her, like, uh, her, her night... Which uh, I love dressing that gown. Or, I yeah. love that dressing gown. Yes, I just it's very pretty pink, very I, feminine. I want all of B. Arthur's clothes. I just this. want. I just want Maud's wardrobe. That's it. I just want Maud's wardrobe. We know. We know this, dear. Thank you. Know I know, this. but it bears repeating. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. So she's calling for Carol. Um, and Carol starts coming down the stairs, and, and she's in her... exhausted. Yeah, she, it's, she's it's in 2 a, She's in a very cute little number, actually. Where it's like um, sleep shorts and, yeah. and, and top matching. Very cute. Very, very cute. And uh, Walt, Walter's gone. Walter's gone, uh, yeah. She doesn't know where he is. Uh, Carol, I think, asked her if, you know, did she ask Arthur? Arthur hasn't seen him. Mm-hmm. And, and his, his brown sports jacket. That makes is... him look like Cesar Romero. Yeah, Cesar Romero. So the double-breasted brown blazer, the brown blazer. Mm-hmm. I heard something about Cesar Romero being oh, gay. Are, oh, yes. I didn't know Cesar that. Cesar Romero was very gay. I didn't know that. Yep. Cesar Romero was very much a... Oh, my I can't believe I'm about to tell this story. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. It was purported, Mm -hmm. it was purported that there were times when Caesar would have young men Mm -hmm. throw bits of orange at his booty hole. Uh Uh-huh. Don't ask me where that rumor started. Okay. But it was purported that Uh that was what... Caesar Romero would engage in with his young men lovers. Interesting. Um, but yes, yeah, Caesar you know, Romero. Everybody has their thing. Everyone has their king. I mean, what goes on between consenting adults is their is business. Their business. If that involves navel oranges, <laughs> so be it. <laughs> you know. Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. Clementine. Um, so, yeah, so. That that's you know she's worried because apparently if he, if that if he's out in that, sports, that sports jacket, jacket that means he's, he's looking for he's, some he's looking for for some nookie he's looking for a woman mm-hmm. he's looking for a woman to share his problems yes. with yes and uh, Carol is like she's like dozing off on the couch while Maud is trying to tell her this yep Maud is you know yelling bereft to wake her she up. is bereft with grief he's been missing for five hours yep so she decides to call, to call the, the police. police. So she calls the, the quick first number. the first number, which is uh, the faster route to get to the police directly. And that was busy, and it was busy. So yeah. she screams at the phone, "Who could be talking to them at this hour?" Right. So that's when she calls the operator to connect her to the police. Yep. And <laughs> that, that, uh, there's a there's a missing person, and she's describing uh, she's describing Walter, fifty, mm-hmm. uh, about what five uh, five seven yeah. five 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 nine. A uh, uh, bald spot that you can only see from the top of the stairs. Uh, and the police officer asks, is this his boyfriend? Yeah. yeah. To which Maud says, no, this is not his boyfriend. Not his this boyfriend. is his wife. His wife. And, and I think she just hangs up the phone. Yeah, she just hangs up the phone. Uh, and she's going on that, you know, Walter, he could be lying in, a gutter, lying in a gutter. Or worse. Um, and she is again just bereft with grief. Like, please, 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 God, bring yes, him home. Bring just him home. bring him home. Like crying, sobbing, yes, and like then pleading with God. To, you know, she will do anything if he just returns home. And of course, yes. it, at that point, Walter walks in, Walter and in. the facade is dropped. Yes, Maud turns to him and goes, "Where the hell have you been?" Yes, and I'm sure a lot of parents could probably. Relate to that. Relate to that when, you know, your, your kid, oh, kid I know is my, out. I know my parents relate to that very you know, heavily, in fact. Not knowing where, where you are, they're, they're like, please, God, just, just bring, bring, turn just him bring home. My, bring, bring my, my baby, baby home. <laughs> and you walk you walk <laughs> in the door like this is going on. Like, where the hell were you? Where the hell have you been? I've been up waiting for you all night. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. If I ever moved in here, that's exactly what the dynamic would be. Yes. <laughs> Oh, so, um, Walter comes in and he's mm-hmm. like, I was out. He was out. And, yeah. and Maud's like, what do you mean you were out? Yeah. And Walter says, every time you come, every time I come home and, and you're, you're not home, home, I'm going to go I'm out. I'm going to go out. And so, Maud said, oh, so you're trying to blackmail me? Are you trying to blackmail me to, me to quit, quit my job? Yeah. And he goes, yes. Yeah. 
And she goes, yes, that's an even worse answer than no, than mm-hmm. out. <laughs> yeah. So then she's trying to negotiate, and she's saying that she'll she'll cut down on nights and weekends. And Walter says, Maud, when do real estate agents usually work? And Maud goes, nights, nights and, and weekends. weekends. Yeah. Um, so that's when, Maud, that's when Walter says, I'm an old-fashioned man mm-hmm. who wants an old-fashioned marriage. Mm-hmm. And I have a specific pattern in my life. If you mm-hmm. can't fit into that pattern, then, then, we have yeah. to, then we have to address this. He wants an old-fashioned marriage. Yep. Maud is angry because she feels that she's the one who always has to give in. Yep. And that's, that is a conversation that's come up a number of times in Maud, where yeah. she'll have to just relent mm-hmm. and give in. And she even said, I'll surrender to save my yes. marriage. It's what so, women have done for years. Yeah. I guess I'm just another victim of that, right. that same mentality. So Maud, she basically acquiesces. Yeah. There's your SAT word. Yes. And she says that she'll request. quit. She'll surrender to save the marriage. She'll She just it. has one request. Yes. Yes. Yes, she has a request. <laughs> I'd like to have my feet bound. <laughs> feet bound. <laughs> um, because, you uh, know, she's likening herself to a geisha girl. Yes, yes. Where just bound feet, and I think she even said kung fu, Walter. Yes. And as they go up the stairs, Maud bows her head yeah, and like, yeah. walks out yes. uh, in a very... Um, Relatively cringy way. Yeah, very, you know... Uh, um, a very anti-Asian... Anti-Asian kind, anti-Asian kind of way. Stereotype. Very much so. Very much yeah. that. But uh, that was... That was... Commonplace. Very commonplace. But, very, uh, very, and, and very, very commonplace. For that, for that time. But I mean, I feel like that was the norm in a lot of sitcoms early oh, sure. on. Where they would, yeah. where they would relay, they would rely very heavily on the stereotypes of certain, of certain groups. Yes. I mean, I, I, I mentioned it earlier. I, I, I said it. And it, 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 it is a stereotype. And even the commercials at the time were like, um, the, they had the thing about the, um, oh, the, the laundry detergent and, the, you know, the ring around the collar. And yes. Somebody, be, they brought the laundry to the, to the cleaners. And they were, they were like, oh, how did you get that out? And they were, it was an Asian ancient actor Chinese or actress. And they were like, ancient Chinese secret. And yeah. it's like very... You know, it's very, you know, cringy, anti-Asian rhetoric. Yeah, very much which, so. Um, you know, uh, still, 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 still very much still a prevalent. thing these days. Still prevalent, and it's, it's not, it's, it's not unfortunate. A, it's very unfortunate, yes. It is unfortunate. Um, you know. But we're here to educate people. Well, not, we are here to, to move away from that. Not, yes, not that is, like that. that is one of the reasons why we have the, like, one of the reasons why we have the show in the first place is to go over a lot of the racist nonsense that mm-hmm. happened years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine where uh, um, him and I were addressing just how things have changed in terms of media and sitcoms mm. and whatnot. And he's like, well, why did they do it back then? Like, why didn't they just not do it at all? Like, why are we still supporting these these shows that have been long since canceled, long since ended? Mm. Like, why are we still focusing on all of that? And I think the the trigger for this conversation was uh, that Hulu mm-hmm. removed an episode. Uh, it was called Oh my God! What was the episode of the Golden Girls that they removed? Oh, where they Hulu removed. They came out. They had the clay masks on. Yes, and um, they likened it to blackface. So likened it to blackface. They likened it to blackface. I, I remember that one? And yes. then Hulu removed. I think it was called the episode was called Mixed Blessings. Yes, uh, and it was the episode. God, my memory when it comes to that show. Um, the episode of the Golden Girls was called Mixed Blessings, mm-hmm. and it was the episode where Dorothy's son Michael um, comes home with a not only black wife, but a mature yes. black wife. Yes. And um, there's one part in the episode where Blanche and Rose come out, of the kitchen, and they, they have had, brown they, they were doing masks Yeah, they were on. doing like face masks. And it was very much looked at with a critical eye, which, yeah. honestly, I don't believe that it was. Uh-huh. There are far worser things to... Now, again, white, queer um, person here addressing this, and a lot of the times when there is this sort of... Um, I don't want to use the term canceling, but every time there seems to be this question of is it right or is it wrong, there really was not a large outcry for it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm trying to think of a good example for the for the queer community. Um, I think 
There was, oh my God. Every, everything that I want to say is just gone right now. Oh my. Um, but there was, there, an, an example in terms of queerness is where there is this sort of made up mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm, I'm going to pull an example out of my hat. Like, a lot of queer people are upset that the new uh, Santa Claus commercial has Santa Claus depicted with, with, a, mm-hmm. with, a, with a male partner. Right, right. And it's like, no. None of the queer people are upset about yeah, that. Why are we? Why are we having this sort of faux, uh, yeah. this faux hysteria? Yeah. And um, I feel like that sort of is what happened with the mixed blessing episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know who brought it up to them, mm-hmm. but a lot of people were just like, "Oh, well, the black community was complaining about it." Mm, I don't believe they were. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that. I don't think that. Again, faux hysteria. Right. right. Um. And that was the conversation that me and this friend were having. We were having this conversation about not only not only the fun hysteria, but also why the episode is still being played today. Why are we still giving these uh, quote-unquote racist shows mm-hmm. a platform? Right. And a lot of it has to do with nostalgia. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with understanding the past. Mm-hmm. A lot of it has to do with, you know, paying attention to sitcoms through history. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I, I don't feel like that, the overall episode, though, I don't feel it. I feel it was very anti-racist because it was... Mixed blessing? Oh, very yeah. much so. You very know? much so. It was just, and listen, if they're going to cancel that, if they're, they're going to cancel... <laughs> If they're well, go- cancel culture. If they, yes, if they're going to have that much of an uproar about the Golden Girls and mixed blessings, yeah. then they should have had the same thing for designing women when Suzanne did blackface. Did do blackface. Did yeah. do blackface. Right, she literally did. I mean, I think that was far worse. That was far worse, because that was legitimate. Yeah, although, although, although even within the episode, they said it was, oh, they it was wrong. Yes. They Julia, point out. Julia, Charlene, Mary Jo, they all basically said, like, you know this is wrong, right? right? Yes. You, like, Suzanne, yes. you, this is bad. Like, yes. don't do that. Now, I've even seen online people um, criticizing Raven from Drag Race for doing her, her foundation too tan, calling that blackface. Mm. And I'm like, I don't... I don't feel that's I, that's not blackface to me. I have a lot of opinions. I mean, what do what do you to... feel? I mean, I, I feel like if you know, just using a darker okay. foundation to make yourself look tan. If, if anything, she looked more tan. In in terms of makeup and drag, mm-hmm. and because you know, in the cosplay community, this is addressed a number of times. Mm-hmm. If you are going to darken your foundation for the sake of a look, mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. If the character in question calls for you to darken your complexion or even lighten your complexion, don't. Because there's actually a Batman cosplayer out there that uh-huh. is black that uh-huh. will paint his face white. Caucasian? He will paint Caucasian. Oh. Um, and it's just, you know, it's very cringy. Like, yeah. it's a conversation that's come up a number of times. Uh-huh. And it's gotten to the point where, like, oh, well, there's another there's another cosplayer. There's another entertainer who's, like, darkening their skin tone for the sake of an outfit. And it's like, don't. Just don't do that. Um, if you... And I'm going to use Ariana Grande as a specific example. Here. Uh-huh. If you look at the evolution of Ariana Grande, oh she Lord. has gotten progressively tanner, and oh, yeah. now she apparently has done something different with her face to make her look another race. And it's like, yeah, <sighs> why? Yeah. Why? Um, as far as Raven is concerned, if you look at Raven in her season, mm-hmm. she is very pale. Mm-hmm. She has a very pale complexion. Mm-hmm. Raja has a very dark complexion. Mm-hmm. And as we've seen Raven continue to progress, we've seen her darkening her foundation. And is it cringy to me? Yes, because but now here's I, the thing I'm curious yeah. about. I mean, she she is. I'm assuming now, like living in California, because she's does all this stuff for World of Wonder. Mm-hmm. Is her is her natural complexion more tan now I since don't she's know. living in California? I genuinely do. I mean, not maybe know. is she dar- is she using d- darker foundation because you know she's 
She's becoming darker. Because she's more tan, living in California. And again, that's another one of the gray areas because a lot of the things that you'll see is people will say, oh, well, they're Italian. Oh, well, they're Spanish. Yes, they they are pale during the winter. They are darker in the summer. And it just becomes different shades of gray. Mm. And... uh, uh, it's it is not something that I as a queer white person can make a comment on because mm-hmm. one I have never darkened my skin tone mm-hmm. to to make myself look a certain way. Right. Um the only I will say this the only time I did do that and I've mentioned this a couple of times the only time I did darken my complexion was when I was portraying a grandmother clock. Okay. And I matched the brown on the wood uh-huh. of the grandmother clock to my face. Right. Me and the director of the production said, let's try white. Let's do a pale complexion with gold cheeks and gold accents. It did not translate well. It uh-huh. did not look good with the okay. with the overall look. Mm-hmm. So we used a darker foundation. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is bad. This right. is bad. Um, but for the sake of the artistic piece, and that's what, gray, shades of gray. Mm. It becomes a question of morality at that point. Mm -hmm. Is this a good idea? Will this come back to bite me in the ass? And there have been friends of mine that are white that have dressed up as Flavor Flav. There are friends of mine that have dressed up as and done things that involve darkening their complexion. Mm -hmm. There was the, um, that one congressman in, what was it, Kansas? Kentucky? Montana? I don't remember. It, it was some congressperson somewhere right. that was caught doing blackface oh, right, right, at right. a Halloween yes. party years ago. Yes. And, you know, it it doesn't excuse what you did. Mm. You have to acknowledge it. You have to absorb it. You have to say, yes, this happened. I'm now going to try and move forward from it. Mm. Because, you know, an apology is one thing. Changed behavior is another. Exactly. Like, if you are willing to put in the work and educate yourself to the plight of different races or the plight of different sexualities. Like, there's a lot of people out there that will actually question whether or not wearing a fat suit is Mm -hmm. becoming problematic. Right, right. Like, and I'll use a phenomenal example. There are people that feel that if you are going to cosplay as Ursula, you should not, or if you're going to dress up as Ursula, you should not be thin. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it, a a lot of it has to do with representation. A Mm -hmm. lot of it has to do with, there are only so many larger than life roles out there for you, Mm -hmm. for, for a larger person to play. There are so many... There are only so many black roles out there for a black person to play. There are only so many um, marginalized person type roles to play. Mm. So it's it's very much that gray area where, like, is Raven problematic for darkening her foundation? I don't know. Is she? Yeah. What what is her what is her current <laughs> what is her current skin tone? What I, is I don't, yeah? I don't know. Like these know. are these are conversations that are going to continue to come up, and it's going yeah. it's going to reach a point where because there was even a conversation that I had with another drag friend of mine who was mm-hmm. like, I use a darker foundation when I do my contouring, or mm-hmm. I use a darker foundation because I'm very very pale and I cannot find a a foundation that matches mine. Mm-hmm. So I do, and it could only be a shade. Mm-hmm. It could be a shade darker. Mm-hmm. It could be maybe two shades darker just to give the face a little bit more life. Right, but. It ri- rule of thumb: If you have to ask if it's problematic, mm-hmm. don't do it. Mm. If you ask yourself, "Is what I'm doing wrong?" Then you probably should not be doing it in the first place. And that's been my rule of thumb for anything that I've done. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'll another great example in the voiceover community: mm-hmm. They want to cast authentically. Right. And I know a lot of people that really have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, if you are able to voice the character, you should be able to voice the character. I'm sorry, if the character is written as black, if the character is written as Asian, if the character is written as queer... Right. It should be offered to those individuals. Right. And it should not be offered to anybody else. And there are wars fought over that discussion. So, you know, that discussion comes up a lot in terms of the creative world. Mm-hmm. Um, 
For me personally, I've I've already made a pact with myself. Mm-hmm. I will never cosplay as a black character mm-hmm. if I if I can help it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because thankfully there have been no characters that I'm like really resonating with or like where I'm saying, ooh, I want to imbue that because that's not my right. story to tell. Right. It's it's just not. Right. Um there was one point in time when I wanted to dress up as one of the muses from Hercules, but mm-hmm. then I'm like, I I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Nope. I refuse. And again, it's a moral question. Mm-hmm. It's a question of morality. Do I as an individual want to play a black character? No, because it's not my story to tell. It's not for... It, the part was right. not written for a white, queer individual. Right. Um, and I, it happens in, in drag as well. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people who are like, well, you know, you really shouldn't perform that song because it's a... Like, seeing a... It doesn't matter the size, but seeing a white person sing, uh, I know where I've been. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that moral area mm-hmm. where you're going to have people saying, well, that's really not a song for you. That's a song for this person. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a very it's a very interesting topic that we will be addressing much more at... At different times. Not not even at a later time, but at different times. <laughs> um, oh my. So. Where do we, where do we <laughs> leave off? <laughs> my God. So to get back to the topic at hand, um, Maud surrenders to save her marriage. Um, so so. I and think- I'd like to have my feedback. So at that point, we open to the third the third act of of Maud takes the next morning. So Maud in is kitchen, aggressively aggressively making cooking, breakfast. Yeah, slamming things. Uh, Carol comes in, and you know she can tell that Maud is pissed. Yep. And. Um, in other words, uh, uh, Carol was saying something about she had to get to work. She had to get ready to go to work, and then uh, Maud is Maud is furious. Yes. Because Carol gets to go to work. Yep. Because Carol gets to Maud go to work. is just stuck at, at, at home, you know, cooking and cleaning and whatnot. Yes. Um, so that's when Walter comes in. Well, actually, she she barked at Carol. She was yes. just like, oh, yes. sure, just rub it in yes. my face. Yeah. Fun, exciting daughter goes out to yeah. a fun, exciting job while right. old housewife stays home and cooks. Exactly. So waiting for Tarzan to come downstairs. To get his loincloth To get his loincloth pressed. <laughs> Oh, at which point Carol she leaves. Walter comes in, and then Maud she's doing this this so treacly, sickly, sweet like voice to him. Hello, my darling. Being the perfect wife, and it's good morning, my darling. It's so unmaud. It's so unmaud. It made me uneasy. I know. (laughs) She's um. She called him an old poopy doo. Yes. She gives him uh, his juice. She says, the sunshine sun- tree? Yes, juice from the sunshine tree. And, and an omelet with bacon done to a munchy, crunchy crisp, just like you like it. Yes. Raisin toast? Lightly buttered. Lightly buttered. <laughs> and no, again, I'm sorry, domestic, domestic. Raisin toast with, with an omelet and bacon? I'm like, no. Ugh. I've had the, It's delicious. Oh, no. Do you want to I like okay. raisin toast, but like not with like I, savory stuff. I love. Because I've done this a number of times. Do you know in like Whole Foods or in mm-hmm. Aldi's, they'll mm-hmm. have that like, um, that specific bread, that mm-hmm. apple cinnamon, cinnamon raisin. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they'll have that really, really, really sweet, mm-hmm. delicious bread that they have. I love having that with some over easy eggs. Really? Oh, I oh, love no. the combination of sweet and savory. Oh. I have always, ad- like kettle corn, I could live off of kettle corn. I love corn. kettle corn. I do like kettle corn. But, I don't, but it's I don't just know. something about... For breakfast, I don't, I don't know, something about... Although, on the other hand, I like pancakes and syrup with bacon. And that's sweet. It's sweet and, and savory. savory. <laughs> so I'm a liar. Listen, there are times when, like, my family... Will, a big, fat liar. <laughs> when my family will order KFC, and, like, if we have leftovers, mm-hmm. I will have the waffles with the... With the... With the fried uh, chicken. With the fried chicken. Okay. And I... Because I'm, I am a sucker for sweet and savory. Mm-hmm. I have always been a sucker I for sweet like and savory. I do like sweet and savory. I just... I've never thought about having raisin toast with those kinds of things. Try it. You'll I like may it. have to try it You now. may have to try it now. Yes. So um, raisin toast, lightly buttered, raisin, and raisin toast for poopy doo. Raisin toast for poopy doo. Um, um, and so, Walter asks for the marmalade, and she's like, "She's like, of course, darling." Just domestic goddess. Oh all over the place. Lord, yes. So while while 
Walter is now apologizing for last night. He's focusing on his breakfast mm -hmm. while Maud is brandishing the pan. Yeah, yeah. She is ready to hit him over the head with the pan. Yes. And I think they're discussing her to-do list. Yes, where she goes over getting her, getting, getting Walter's coat and suit from the cleaners. Right, right. Um, cleaning the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Uh, then Walter says, painting the chairs. Painting the chairs. And she's like, painting the, the chairs. chairs. You've been oh. on my back about that for weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and she even, uh, she said, and she said, I, I already even bought the, the paint. She already bought the paint. And so she, she goes over to the, the fall, she goes over to the sink, to which Walter then says, you know, I was thinking of having you come to the store to, yeah, work. to work. Yeah, you could find so something for the little woman to do. Something for the little woman to do. And he uh, says, I'm sure there's something to keep you busy yes. while you're at the store. Yes. To which Maud, with her back turned to the audience, mm. says, something to, to keep, keep me busy. Yes, while yeah, those gritted teeth. Yes, all yeah, the, and the other teeth, teeth grinding. And uh, I think that's when she starts saying she's going to paint the chairs. She's going to then paint right the chairs. And she is shaking, shaking the can. The can for all it's worth. Oh, you old silly Billy. Yeah. I'm going to take care of it now. Yes. So she's shaking the can vigorously. And he's try Walter's trying to tell her, like, don't, you don't have to do it now. You don't have to do it now. Because Walter knows he's in trouble. Yeah. Walter is very well aware that he's in trouble. And then she starts painting the chair. She starts painting Walter's. She says Pants. your your Swiss watch, your your, watch. your, your French your, tie, your French tie, your Italian yeah, suit, I, I, and I, your I, American I, mouth. And she's about to spray his mouth yeah. when he says, "Wait, yeah. Maud." Yes, and that's I think when the phone rings too. At that point, the phone rings, and it's Mister Mr. Curtis. Curtis from the it's real Mr. estate Curtis office. From the real estate office. The Kaplans are buying the house. The Kaplans are buying, so, so she's going to get her first she's commission. Get her first commission check. Yes. And at that point, this will be the last thing that she does. She yeah. says, well, well, she's saying, how, she, you hear her side of the conversation. She's like, What's, oh, you have a, another, a, another lead another for le me? Another lead, yeah. And, you know, apparently, so apparently Mr. Kaplan wants, you know, he likes her, the work she's doing. Well, wants I mean, to give her more. once when, because usually how it works, it's almost the same thing as when you're in voiceover. Mm -hmm. Like, you get a cut, mm. but your job that you work for also gets a cut. Right, right. So everyone gets a piece of the pie. Of so course. a large commission means a larger check for your boss. Exactly. And um, um, so she start, has to start explaining to Mr. Uh, Curtis that she's not I'm quitting be, my job. She's, she's retiring. Didn't she say she was retiring? She was retiring, yes. And, uh, and she says, I want my cards back, the ones that have my name on it, because it was addressed. Yes. That her cards and that her job is Maud Findlay. Maud Findlay. She is called Maud Findlay. She's not called Mrs. Walter Findlay. Right, right. Um, and she, and she says, the I cards, so in case she ever gets amnesia. She can remember she can it. Remember. Maud Findlay. Yes, yes. And you can... And now you can see in Walter, Walter Walter's changes. face, you can see... I'd be laughing hysterically, except I hear it gives you wrinkles. Yes, yes. So as as Maud is crying on the phone, you see mm. Walter shift. Yeah. You see it because he was initially egregiously angry because, yeah. like, his favorite suit is yeah. now covered in paint. Um, but now you can see he gets he's softened. that. Yes. You know, this was, this was important to Maud. That it because made, it made Maud feel independent. And that's, that is the overarching theme of Maud. Mm -hmm. It's a woman's independence. Mm -hmm. It's a woman's right to choose. It's a woman's right to work. It's a woman's right to be given equal pay to her male counterparts. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the beautiful things about Maud. Like, mm -hmm. I know that we address this a number of times, but the beautiful thing about Maud was that she was this sort of sword and shield for women's liberation during True. the 70s. Yes. And Very I feel like so. I feel like what Maud was going through was what a lot of women were going through in the seventies. Mm -hmm. They wanted that independence. They wanted their own occupation. They wanted their own identity. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. she got that when she was working. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, so uh, she she hangs up with um, Mr. She hangs up with with Mr. Mr. Curtis, Curtis, and Walter tells her to call call him call back. Him back. Uh, and he stops and he goes. A man should do what he loves and a man should, yeah, a man should do what he loves and do it well. Yeah. That's what he, because he remember he remembers saying it when, uh, being told it when he was younger. Yes. 
Um, and he said something about he saw her now as a, a person who was happy doing their own thing. Yes. And uh, and they then they they're talking about how this problem is uh, behind us. Behind so them. Says, now that we've addressed this, yes. this problem is now behind us. And he goes, right, it's behind, behind us. us. And Maud says, and, and ahead of us. And ahead of us. To the side of us, to the right of us, over us. Yep, yep. And that's when we lead into the epilogue. The epilogue. Um, and Maud is about to come home from work. Florida and Walter are patiently waiting for her to get out of Anxiously the car. Anxiously waiting. Yeah. Anxiously. Walter is like looking through the window. <clears throat> um, to see uh, when Maud was is coming in. Yep. And uh, I guess I guess she sees her. Come, you know, she's about to come in. So he runs onto the couch. Maud and Florida, Florida was sitting on the couch. Florida was sitting on the couch, and Walter races to the couch and lays down in Florida's lap. And he puts his head in her lap. And that's when Maud. And that's when Maud enters in. furiously. Um, what a day she's had at yes. the office. And she says, Walter, that is not it's funny. Not get out funny. of Get up right now. Get up. So she moves Walter out of the way. So that then she can say. She turns to Florida and goes, Oh, Florida, you don't believe the day I've had. And she, and puts, her to, head she puts her, her head on lap. Florida's lap. <laughs> uh, which is a really uh, funny which way. Is a, yes, a very funny it. way that to end the episode. Very, that was very, very funny. So. I enjoyed that tremendously. Yes, it was very, it was a very good episode. It was a very good episode. Was, was I thoroughly really enjoyed episode. it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I always, I mean, it doesn't matter whether the episode is from Maud or from, you know, Good Times or just any any sitcom where the the writer is a woman. Mm-hmm. Genuinely tends to be a little bit more human and a little mm-hmm. bit more funnier mm-hmm. than when it's written by a man. Mm-hmm. At least in in my studies, in my travels, okay. I find that that women writers tend to be um, more in tune mm. with what's going on in the world mm-hmm. than, than a man does. Well, I think you know, traditionally, women have been guided women to are, be more in tune with their emotion than women men. are better at everything than men. You know, <laughs> uh, not that a man can't be as in tune with their emotions. True, but generally, Very true. certainly in in. American society, oh, men are generally not geared, you know, to be that way. You Correct. Know, even you know, as as young boys, you know, you're, you're always thought, you know, like oh, oh, be a big, be a big boy. Big boys don't cry. Big boys don't cry. You know, be a man. Be a man toughen up. Toughen up. Yeah. You know, don't be a sissy, Mary. Yeah. Uh, and we've uh, all heard that in our in our world, haven't we? Well, well, we, we have. We have. We have. Um, you know. Not the, not the, you know, the, um, those ones in school that we, you know, the ones that were like locking us in lockers and, you know, knocking our, our books out of our Me arms. thinks the lady doth protest too much. <laughs> Me thinks those, the lady doth protest too much. All those lovely things that we had happen to us. Well, yeah. So, thank you for joining us on another marvelous episode of God Will Get You For That Walter. If you would like to follow us, you can on all forms of social media. Yes, everywhere. Instagram is Finley's Friendly Appliances. Our YouTube channel is God Will Get You For That Walter. Our Facebook page is God Will Get You For That Walter. You can email us at Finley's Friendly Appliances at gmail.com. Please Mm -hmm. email us and conversate with us. We would love to shout you out on the show. Um, and yeah, this is episode 31. 31. Look at, look at us I go. Know. Look at us do the thing. Yay, yay on us. Um, if you would like to follow me, you can at all forms of social media. That Tomcat, and that's T-H-A-T-T-O-M-C-A-T-T, because there's always tea to go around. Yes. Um, and if they, you would like to follow this charming person. Another T. Another T. Tony Holmperm. And of course, you know, you can find me on Facebook. You Tony with an I. Tony with an I. On Instagram. All those lovely social media platforms. We thank you so much for listening, and you will hear us again on another episode of God Will Get You For That, Walter. Bye-bye, guys. Good night.